Welcome to Multiple Revenue Streams, the podcast for anyone who wants to start a side hustle, business owners who wish to expand, entrepreneurs who build brands, and moms who build empires. I'm your host, Linda Payan, and I'm here to encourage you to keep going, do the little things every day, and start building a revenue stream that you are proud of. Please sit back, relax, grab your sparkling water, and let's find it. Good afternoon. Today we have Heather Petty, who is the CEO of Wiseman Industries, heatherpetty.com and Club BFF. And she's the author of the book, Keep It Simple, Sarah, Powerful Words and Inspiration for Christian Teen Girls. She helped found the Center for Pregnancy Choices in Meridian, Mississippi, and co-founded the Meridian Classical Center for Learning, a Christ-centered enrichment program for homeschool families. She has made appearances on CNN, Headline News, and other media sources. She resides with her husband and four children in Memphis, Tennessee. Welcome, Heather. Thank you so much, Linda. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so glad to have you here. Thanks for agreeing to come on the MRS podcast. Of course. I'm thrilled. I'd like to kind of get into your journey as to why you started your business. And because you have a whole, you have a few. I love the the multiple streams here. What was the first business that you started and why did you start that? Oh my goodness. Well, actually the first business that I started was right out of college, Linda. Okay. (laughs) That was my first business, but the most recent businesses that are intertwined, the most intertwined are my podcast and along with the membership club and also my book that you mentioned, Keep It Simple Sarah back here. So that is my most recent But I found as an entrepreneur, Linda, sometimes you have to build your fire in the rain. And about seven years ago, it started raining. (laughs) I was literally standing in the rain when my husband decided that he wanted to move our family four hours away from friends and family and a life that we had built. And it was extremely stressful because we had, at the time we had two teenagers and one was in college. And then we had two children who were in elementary school. So to move with four children, especially teenagers, it's challenging. It's definitely, yeah, it's not easy especially going, you know, helping them get into school and finding the right schools for them. Just figuring out the carpool line (laughs) is stressful. (laughs) So that that's where we were seven years ago. We had thrown this huge 4th of July party out at our farm and literally five days later, we moved to a city where we knew no one. And what happened was mama over here, mama bear became very sad and very lonely. And I started listening to podcasts. I'd never listened to podcasts before. And I started listening to podcasts 
the one that I listened to the most was Dana White, A Slob Comes Clean. And her Southern accent, she's like, no, I'm not a slob. That's what's so funny is that I'm a very organized person, but it was her voice that drew me to her and originally her cover art on her podcast because she just looked friendly and kind and had this beautiful smile. And so I was drawn to her cover art. But long story short, I would listen to her as I drove home from school drop off while I unpacked boxes from the move. I mean, I listened to her all the time at night when I would get in the bed, I would put my earbuds in and because her voice was so soothing and she became like a friend, the friend that I needed at the time. And after listening to her for about six months, I thought, you know, there are other women like me. I know who are feeling the way that I am, who desire companionship, conversation, just a familiar voice. And that's when I decided to start a podcast. I love it. Have you had Dana White on your podcast? Yes. Yes. And that, I mean, it just, it was amazing. It just all came full circle. It really was. It was amazing. I mean, when I told her what she had, the person that she had been for me, tears just started rolling down her face. So powerful is that? Yes. And so when I get messages from other moms, it's so relatable to me when they say, you know, I listen to you and I feel anxious or I listen to you and I feel lonely. I'm like, you know what? I understand. I've been there. I understand that. So the life coach BFF, you have a whole bunch of different guests on your, on your show. Give us a range of what kind of guests that you have and who, who you're catering to there. Okay. I speak to moms of teens, mainly because that has been my experience (laughs) and I'm still in the season of parenting teenagers. So I speak to moms of teens, but I also have women, strong women as guests on the podcast who are encouraging to other women. So my listeners are not only just moms of teens. I mean, I have women in their 20s that listen. My guests have ranged anywhere from Leanne Tui. Do you remember the movie, The Blind Side? Yes. Yes. So the real blind side mom. Yes, me too. I've watched that countless times because it's such a great, it's such a great story. I love it. Yeah. So Leanne Tui has been on the show. Elizabeth High School, she's a food contributor on the Today Show has been on. I have a lady this week who helped teen girls, college age girls get through college debt free. So it just, you know, I've had best selling authors. It's just all over the board, honestly but women who inspire and encourage. I love that. I'll tell you the podcast led to Club BFF. Okay. And you tell us about Club Club BFF. Okay. So Club BFF meets three Mondays a month. The beauty of this membership is that like the two of us, we're in two different states, but we're able to come together and have this wonderful discussion. And so what we do is our members log in on a Zoom type call and we hear from experts in various fields and we also do book studies and just provide support and community so that's what we do in this mastermind group but I love it because we don't have we can be in our pajamas Linda I went to the (laughs) meeting Monday and I, I came in my pajamas with my little dog people are now discovering these online communities where you don't have to leave your house I know isn't that fantastic and I did see your post 
that you were in your pajamas when you're (laughs) meeting. And I think that's wonderful. (laughs) It's so much fun. It's so much fun. And so we do have a lot of discussion on parenting teens because, you know, it's just, it's a challenging time period in every, every mother's life. It's that time to where you go from, you know, they adore you and think you're wonderful to they don't want to be anywhere near you and they're upstairs in their room or, you know, downstairs in their room all the time. So it's good to have support and community and be with other moms who are going through the same situation that you're or in the same situation that you are in. So that is, those are my two main focuses. And again, you know, you had mentioned my book, which is for teens, but it is a support for moms of teens because it's full of encouraging words and advice that teens don't want to hear from their mom, but they're willing to read a colorful book full of graphic. It's based like maybe it's written more of an Instagram style form. And so they can relate to this book. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I have two teens here as well. So I can fully relate (laughs) to everything. I'm sure try to pass along this family wisdom. And this is what they do, Linda. (laughs) Yeah. As they're scrolling their phone, right? I know. I'll ask questions. There's no response. I'm like, yes, hello. but I'll tell you, uh, having said all of that, a famous quote by Mark Twain is the two most important days of your life are the day you're born and the day you find out why, which is your purpose. And so I really feel like through this move and creating this podcast and this membership for moms, I have been able to create to understand better my why outside of just being a wife and a mom. This is, this has really helped me understand what, what is, you know, we all want to know what is my purpose. That's right. Some people, it takes a lifetime and I love that you found it. Yes. I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful. So what is it you have to go, you grow through what you go through and that there's so much truth to that. There's a lot of truth in that. Tell us some of the obstacles that you had to overcome. You mentioned moving to a new location with four teenagers and that surely is a a huge obstacle. Aside from that, what other obstacles have you faced over the years with your podcast and then growing it to a membership and everything in between? Yeah, I'm so glad you asked that. That's such a good question, Linda, because when you're an entrepreneur and you're creating these businesses, you're serving other people, there's always that fear of failure. As far as, as failure goes, you can look at failure in two different ways. You can think of it as forget everything and run or face everything and rise. And successful entrepreneurs, they face everything and they rise. And they understand, I learned to understand two things about failure. Failure is where true growth takes place. When things don't go the way that you know, I hoped for in my business, that is when that, that gave me the gift of reflection where I could sit and I could think, you know, what should I have done differently? What will I do differently next time? You know, what did I learn from this experience? You either win or you learn. And so that was one of the obstacles that I faced is I had to see failure differently and not fear failure. Now I look at failure and I I think, you know, I just, I learned so much. I don't know about you. Do you do that as well? hundred percent. 
In fact, yes. yes, I was just, everything that you're saying is is so true because the face everything and rise. As an entrepreneur, you have to do that. Otherwise you'll get stuck and you'll stop. I love listening to these stories because you could have stopped a long time ago, but if you wanted to take your purpose farther, fear is there. Fear is a real thing and you're going to make mistakes. It's not, it's not if, it's when. <laughs> right. right. That's exactly right. And I think that so many people allow fear to win. Yes. They do. And so the other obstacle that I had to overcome was not being afraid, again, fear of the word no. No is not a bad word. You know, my kids, I've had to teach them that once you hear enough no's, eventually you're going to start hearing some yeses. The yeses are right around the corner. And when you hear no's, it makes you that much more grateful for the yeses. It truly does. It creates a heart of gratitude. So successful people, they're fine with the word no, because they know that a yes is just right around the corner. Love that. So those have been my my big obstacles, I would have to say. And the yeses are the, when people come to you and they say, thank you so much for the product or service that you've created for me. That's a yes. You know, when you look at yeses, what are the yeses? The yeses are friends or people that you've contacted that have said, yes, I want to be on your podcast. That's a yes. It is a yes. So you just, you have to be so thankful for the yeses, the friends, and the family that get behind you and support you. I mean, those are all yeses, but we have to get through the no's. Exactly. I think if you see on social media too, like there's negative comments and a lot of people, all they can think about are those negative comments, but the 4,000 really kind, uplifting comments, they're not thinking about. We can get out of that negativity and remember the heart of gratitude and face everything and rise. I do love that. What inspired you to write your book? What inspired me to write my book? Linda, I just had the strangest experience. And I'll, and I'll give you the shortened version of this. Over the summer, I was home a great deal with a respiratory infection. And so I could not leave my house. I couldn't get out in the heat. It was just the weirdest thing. And a friend came by to pick up her son. And she made a comment to me and I said, you know, I'm just a small town girl trying to find community in a big city. And she said, you need to write a book and you need to put those words in your book, those exact words. And I started laughing. I said, you know, people have been telling me for years I should write a book. She goes, you do. You need to put those words. Well, the next day she sent me flowers, Linda. And it was the sweetest thing I can just, I can now say this without crying. And the card on it said, this big city needs more small town people like you. That's so so beautiful. Oh my God. Isn't that the sweetest thing? And so that night I got in the tub and I was soaking and I just started praying. And I just, you know, I do that a lot when I run the bath water, the shower water. And I just got in the tub and I said, okay, Lord, if you want me to write this book, people keep bringing it up. If you want me to write this book, you are going to have to write this book for me because I am exhausted, depleted. I'm trying to take care of these two boys. And, you know, if you want me to do it, you're going to have to give it to me. And my brain started flooding with all the pages of this book. And I got out of the tub. I wrote all of the ideas on sticky notes, covered my entire desk that night with sticky notes 
And the next day I got up and those were the pages of my book. And that's what happened. I never intended. I had no plan of writing this book. That's so inspirational. Now, the did you send a book to the gal that sent you the flowers? She has the book. <laughs> she has the book. What a wonderful that's, human yeah. being she is. Yes. That was one of the kindest things anyone has ever done for me. Just so thoughtful. Very thoughtful. I just, that's a beautiful story. Well, that what happened. I'm still amazed that it even happened. <laughs> so if you want to write a book, Linda, that's what you need to do. <laughs> I'll be calling you, Heather. <laughs> be careful what you pray about because you don't ever know. Anyway, and another thing I've learned from all of this, Linda, as an entrepreneur, you know, we, we work very hard. Entrepreneur entrepreneurs work so hard. We don't have set office hours, you know, at 10 o'clock at night, just like this book, we may have this idea, hop up, get to work. <laughs> it's not just eight to five. And I have learned that action takers are money makers. Action takers don't just sit and wait on everything to be perfect because they know it will never happen. They understand that perfection perfection doesn't exist. It's a lie. And they know that you must build your fire in the rain sometimes because there will never be a time where all the stars and the moon line up perfectly for you. The angels are not going to come out and start chanting your name and your friends and family are not all going to line up and clap for you. They're just not going to. It's never going to happen. These are the things that I suggest doing that I have learned is that you have to dream wild, crazy, big dreams for yourself. You have to do that. And not just today's goals, but you have to look at what you want to see your business do and what you want to see happen in your life, not just now, but 10 years from now, you have to dream these dreams write them down, write all of your dreams down so you can look at them. They're not just in your head because once you put them on paper, your brain will subconsciously seek to do these things. So that's one thing that I do practice and I have learned from all of these experiences. And another thing, and I know that you can agree with this, Linda, is begin connecting with others in your field. Ask a lot of questions. Seek wise counsel because that's how you learn. That's how we all learn. And so that those are things that I do. And the, and the final thing that I do every day is believe in myself. You have to believe in yourself because just like I just said, you know, your family and your friends, they're not going to all line up and clap for you. You have to be willing to get up in the morning and clap for yourself when no one else is around. That's right. You have to be your cheerleader. You are absolutely right. <laughs> yes, you have to do that. And in my laundry room, this is so funny. About 15 years ago, Linda, I went to Dollar General and they had these little chalkboards. I don't know if you've ever seen those. They're like a 12 by 12. Mm -hmm. And I wrote in chalk with a chalk pen, on this chalkboard, I can't do this, but I'm doing it anyway. I wrote that on the board, hung it on my laundry room wall. So I, I, I see this several times a day. And it's a reminder to myself that we tell ourselves these false beliefs. We mentally limit ourselves of what we're capable of doing. So this small message reminds me to do it anyway. Do it scared sometimes. 
do it anyway and to live out my purpose. Well, what great words of wisdom. Thank you. You're welcome. With all the stuff that you're doing, do you have a favorite productivity hack? Like an app? Well, sure. Let's do that. I do. I love my latest favorite is Splice. It's S-P-L-I-C-E. And that is a video editing app. It saves a ton of time. I have it on my phone. I can do it while I'm in a, you know, waiting in a, in a waiting room at a doctor's office anywhere. Carline. So I love Splice. Awesome. That's a good one. I'll put that in the show notes for people too. Okay, good. What's, what's one thing that your business venture did that you didn't expect? I never expected to be on any media outside of what I was creating as far as social media, podcasts. I never expected to be on any type of national platform platform. And so that has probably been my biggest surprise. And also the people who have supported me, you know, like I said, it's not going to be the people that you expect. And so a lot of people, especially women, they get very discouraged when some of their family and friends are not clapping and cheering like we talked about, you know, they're excited for you, but they're not, you know, there every day. And encouraging you, but you'll have these people that show up and it's very humbling. That's the best way to put it. It's very humbling. I love that. What is one piece of advice that you would give someone starting as a business owner or entrepreneur? Don't give up. Whatever <laughs> you do, don't give up because there are days that you just want to go like this, Linda. Yeah. And throw the papers <laughs> over your head and be done. Yeah. Yes. And so don't get disgruntled. Just keep going. That's my best advice. Just keep going. Be persistent and consistent. Those are the two best things you can do. I like that. I have a few questions that I wanted to ask while we wrap this up. What is your favorite personal development book or podcast? My favorite podcast, I would have to say, is Ed Mollett. Have you ever listened to Ed Mollett? I haven't. Okay. I really enjoy Ed. I really enjoy him. It's very organic. He is authentic and real. He's highly successful. I mean, there's some things that happen that I might would do differently, but that's with anything. But I, I very, I've learned a lot from Ed. I've learned a lot, a lot about mindset and like I said, being persistent. Okay. What's the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I've ever received is not everyone is going to like you and that's okay. It's okay. That's a fact. Yes. Where can listeners find you online? Online, they can go to Instagram and it's at lifecoachbff. And my email is heather at heatherpetty.com. And that's P-E-T-T-E-Y. Awesome. And we'll put... But I'm on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. uh, You know, wherever you go, I go. (laughs) Wonderful. I'm going to put everything in the show notes. But for those listeners, I wanted them to hear where to go in case they all of a sudden are like, oh, I got to go. I got to go see Heather. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on today. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you so much, Linda, for having me. It's been a lot of fun. It's great to see you. Great to see you too. 